Hey friend, are you looking for something new to study in the Bible? Are you curious about Christianity and want a tangible way to learn about God? Do you have a love for plants and gardening? If this sounds like you, my friend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Finding God in the Garden. Hi, I'm Dawn. I'm a Christian, wife, boy and mom, amateur gardener, and a pastor. I began gardening during the pandemic, and to my surprise, I came to a deeper understanding of God and the scriptures through it. The Bible was filled with gardening analogies, and each episode of my podcast, we will explore the many garden-related metaphors in the Bible. Are you ready to connect with God in a new and meaningful way? Welcome to my garden. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to part two of Sprouting. The scriptures have so much to say about this, I had to break it up into a couple verses. So let's get started. After God had delivered his people from Egypt and they were traveling through the desert, God decided to bring some order to his people. He put in place Israelite leaders to govern them. He raised up Aaron, Moses' brother, to be priest, and some folks were not having it. So that's where we find ourselves in Numbers 17. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and get from them a rod from each father's house, all their leaders according to their father's houses, twelve rods. Write each man's name on his rod, and you shall write Aaron's name on the rod of Levi. For there shall be on that rod for the head of each father's house. For there shall be one rod for the head of each father's house. Then you shall place them in the tabernacle of meeting before the testimony where I meet with you. And it shall be that rod of the man whom I choose will blossom. Thus, I will rid myself of the complaints of the children of Israel, which they make against you. So Moses spoke to the children of Israel and each of the leaders gave him a rod. And Moses placed the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witnesses. Now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went into the tabernacle of witness. And behold, the rod of Aaron, the house of Levi, had sprouted and put forth buds, had produced blossoms, and yielded ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the rods from And then Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord to all the children of Israel. And they looked, and each man took his rod. And the Lord said to Moses, bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony to be kept as a sign against the rebels and that you may put their complaints away from me, lest they die. Woo. Thus, thus said Moses, just as the Lord had commanded him. So he did. I love that God took essentially what was a stick and turned it into an almond producing branch. He went the extra mile to prove his point. Evidence that God is working is often marked by analogies of bearing fruit in the Bible. So no surprise here, he actually produced fruit to drive home a point. Have you ever doubted if God has something in store for you? What about if God is calling you to do something? Has there ever been people that have questioned if you should do something? And are you wondering if that person is sent from God or not? You know, I have had a few experiences of my own. What comes to mind is when I was in high school, yeah, good old high school, I had a cheer coach that I told my dream was to go to this university. 
it was just a local university, y'all. It wasn't even an Ivy League school. She told me, oh, honey, are you sure you're not setting your standards a little too high? And I was genuinely confused because like I was taking AP courses. I had honors classes and I had a pretty good GPA. But you know what? Maybe what she saw was a black girl going to inner city school, living with her sister because her family ultimately lost custody. Maybe she saw a girl who was trying to find herself that brought up a different boy almost every week into her classroom. You know what? I probably would doubt me too. But you know what? That was fuel to my fire. I applied to not only that school, but every single school in that category. And guess what? I got into every single one of them. Now, the hard part is choosing which school that I was going to go to. I prayed that God would send me to a school that ultimately would benefit me spiritually. And that school choice opened up doors for me that I have now to serve in the full-time ministry. There have also been seasons where I have known that God has chosen me to do something, but I've gone the opposite direction. In 2011, my father died. And I'm so happy to say by the time that he died, we had reconciled our relationship. And so his death hit me really, really hard, but it was also a pivotal point in my life. My dream was to ultimately become a judge over a children's court. My goal was to work for the Department of Children and Family Services for a couple years. Then they would pay me to go get my master's and I'd also get my law degree at the same time. Then I'd practice law, get all the experience I needed and work my way up or somehow become a judge. At the same time, while I was in college working toward this dream, I was falling in love with the I studied the Bible with women on campus. And I felt like I had that blossoming rod in my hand. Every time I opened up the scriptures and I saw a woman's life change, I felt like I was in line with my purpose like I never had been before. I felt fruit being born within me like I never had before. I felt joy and satisfaction like I had never had before. But I had already made up my mind. I was going to be a judge one day. I had already started my career. I had already taken all the classes. Surely I would not change my mind to be a missionary, to be a pastor, to be a woman's ministry leader. What is that? That'll make no money. That's not job security. There is no accolades. Nobody saying, good job, black girl, for doing that. No, I was good. But guess what God did? A couple weeks before my graduation, I got put into the room with everyone else in my cohort. My director of our university said, guys, because of the unprecedented recession that we're in in 2012, there has been a hiring freeze in all of Los Angeles. We know we guaranteed you guys a job and that job was supposed to give you job security for the next three years. That would help you go get your master's degree. But we're sorry. There's nothing we can do. And as everyone had tears welling up in their eyes because they had no idea what their next step was going to be, I buried my hands in my face and I knew, I knew what God was calling me to do. And I knew, at least for me, why he allowed that to happen. That day, I went into the full-time ministry and it's 10 years later and I'm still serving 
the Lord. And let me tell you, I'm so grateful that I took that blossoming rod and I went forth in God's plan for me because the fruit is sweet. Now, the fruit doesn't always come in visible success. The fruit comes when I wake up in the morning and I love what I do. The fruit comes as I'm praying for people and I'm just excited to see what God is going to do in their lives. The fruit comes when I see people's lives change because of the gospel of Christ and I get to be a part of that. I'm so grateful I took that blossoming rod and I get to just see God work and move and produce that fruit. Now, I got to be honest, there was a time when I forgot that it was God who makes things grow. I got full of myself. I thought I was a hot stuff leader in the church. And let me tell you, God humbled me. He crushed me. He broke that rod. And I'm so grateful that he did it so young in my career. Because let me tell you, I know who makes things grow now. And I know who gets the glory. I will not get that confused. And y'all pray for me that I will not get that confused. That was a very hard and painful lesson to learn. I'm grateful that God had grace on me and that he gave me back the rod and that he's enabling the work that I do for him to produce fruit. I don't deserve it, but I'm grateful and I'm so honored and unworthy at the same time to be part of his team. So what about you? What blossoming rod has God given you? What fruit can you visibly see that are markers of approval that you are doing God's will? My friend, remember, despite what you or anyone thinks, if God has destined you to do something, he will allow what you do to blossom and bear fruit. Thanks for joining part two of the Sprouting Podcast. See you soon. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with me today, friend. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and subscribe. And if you know anyone you think will be blessed by it, please share it with them. Hey, I hang out on Instagram. So follow me at donrussell.la. See you soon.